interesting development in the past few days around um, ambulances, which seems to be a story in this province and has been for some time, going back many, many years. Um, at this point, it looks like it may be as bad as it's ever been, especially when you take a look at the way smaller communities are being relied upon to service their neighbors or the bigger centers. And, and essentially, we're ending up in areas where we're seeing red alerts, which means there is no ambulance service available at that time. Um, and now there's a, a couple of groups that are coming together to try and push the province to come up with some way to deal with this problem. Joining us to talk about it is Kathy Heron, who is mayor of St. Albert and also president of the Alberta Municipalities, which used to be Alberta Urban Municipalities Association. <laughs> Kathy, thank you for joining us this morning. Appreciate your time. No, glad to be here, Shane. Glad for the attention to the issue. Yeah, it's been going on for so long, Kathy. Now, what's happened most recently is Alberta Municipalities, your group, um, put forward two resolutions which were approved overwhelmingly to deal with the situation. Let's start with them one at a time. First, you want to see a review of the dispatch system, right? That's something a lot of people talk about as being part of the problem. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, yeah, we had our convention um, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, we actually had three motions. One was the dispatch, um, another on just delivery, and then a little bit about mental health of the of those serving um, on ambulances. But the dispatch has been um, an ongoing issue. Uh, you pointed out in your introduction that it's been years in the making. I think yeah. I did a ride along with my ambulance in St. Albert in 2014 or 15. So that is six years ago, probably, that this has been... I've been trying to highlight this issue. Um, and, you know, until it hits your own family, you don't know yeah. how, how important it is. And I can actually share a story with you. Earlier this summer, a member of my family had a suspected stroke. You call 911, and their first question to you is fire, police, or ambulance. When you say ambulance, they click you away from your municipality's dispatch and send you over to Alberta Health Services. Now, all of a sudden, I'm on a talking to someone who knows nothing about St. Albert, not, not where my parents live and um, how close we are to the fire hall, which has fully trained paramedics. Also, it, it, I needed a, they sent a car with a single person um, paramedic from Edmonton. So that was a, I don't know, 20 minute wait in St. Albert. And then when they realized very immediately that she needed an ambulance, that ambulance had to come from Fort Saskatchewan. How so, long did that take? No, no. Well, I think overall, from the time I called nine one one till the time they arrived, is about forty five minutes. In a stroke situation. Yes, yes. It was very frustrating, especially given my position and knowledge of the of the situation. So, yes, it's a problem. And that story, Kathy, is not unique by any means. Unfortunately, Absolutely. we hear those no. stories all the time. Exactly, and you know, in in at the fire hall, which is honestly a block and a half away from where I was calling nine one one, there is fire trucks in Saint Albert that have fully trained paramedics and full advanced life support and the dispatch have knowledge of not just fire but also medical needs so they could have they could have been much more helpful i would have had a response within two or three minutes okay now kathy the situation yeah. and i'm having a hard time trying to understand because is it there's not enough ambulances available on the road we don't have the trucks to handle all the calls or is it the way that we're utilizing the services that we do have what where's the breakdown i think the, Honestly, it's, it's multi-factor. So when I did my ride-along uh, six-ish years ago, and by the way, I'm doing another one tomorrow. I'm going to try to tweet out live how it goes. Okay. So, yeah, if you want to follow, it'll be interesting. I will. But yeah, six years ago, I remember sitting at um, the Hoff University of Alberta Hospital, a St. Albert truck, 
sitting at the University of Alberta Hospital, but they can't release the patient until they're admitted to the hospital. So the paramedics have to sit with them. And so they're, they're off the road and not providing service. So I think that is one thing that needs to change. But I do believe there's um, a lack of uh, people entering the profession. I actually got some stats from Alberta municipalities that said um, on November 24th, there were 250 unfilled paramedic shifts in Alberta. So there's there's a lack of staff, and, and it's costing Albertans uh, time and, and money when we're paying overtime. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh, that makes sense. I think you're right. There's a lot more than, you know, oh, this is the thing that we need to fix. There's probably many things that need to be fixed. Um, I wanted your reaction to um, the ombudsman saying, not in her purview. She can't She can't get involved in this. Um, she can't deal with AHS. Uh, were you surprised by that? Does that change your course of action on this at all? Uh I guess it's not surprising, and I, I completely understand um, the authority that Marianne has. Uh, I think this needs to be addressed by um, the ministry and not AHS. I think the ministry has to step in and, and fix the problem. Um, and the other resolution, as you said, uh, one was to uh, deal with the dispatch. The other one is, can we come up with a plan? <laughs> Which seems to make really good sense to me, Kathy, is are, are, have we not been working on a plan? Because like you say, and I would wager it goes back more than six years, to be completely honest with yeah. you, that we've talked about this. Um, how does it continue to happen? 2009, when dispatch moved away from the municipalities. Yeah, and, and, and you know, I, I remember doing stories about um, paramedics and EMTs sitting, waiting in ERs to transfer their patient to hospital, going back more than that. You know, that's been a problem that's gone on for a long time. I know they've taken some steps, but obviously the problem isn't alleviated. So when we talk about a plan, you know, do you think maybe finally you can urge the people in charge to, to, to get to work on that? I hope so. I think with the, with the, the amount of intention it's getting... Um, the, you know, the fact that, that Alberta municipalities had those three motions and then the rural municipalities of Alberta had their convention the very following week and they had a very similar motion. So there is some pressure. Um, I think people need to share their stories a little bit more frequently. I need to hear from the, the frontline staff. But yeah. I'm, I'm hoping, I mean, I would love to see the municipalities get more involved and, and take it over like we, like we used to because I don't, think there was as much of a problem when we were running it ourselves. We're willing to work with the province to fix this. Um, hey, well, I've got you, Kathy. Another story that came out yesterday, and I know you were commenting on it as well. Changes to photo radar. A lot of your municipalities in your association use photo radar to the tune of tens of millions of dollars of revenue every year. Uh, just your reaction to the province bringing in new rules about where you can and can't use photo radar in the province of Alberta. Sure. Uh, so the, we're as the city of St. Albert still examining um, how that's going to affect us. My biggest concern was um, not being able to use the tool. And I do see it as a tool to um, increase safety in the community. There's lots of evidence that says it works. Um, and, you know, I always say to people, I could solve the, your, your problem of your dislike of photo radar and the solution is drive the speed limit. Exactly. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, this, you know, I, I hate the, the hate the word cash cow and I hate the fact that we're talking about all the revenue. Well, the revenue is coming from people that are breaking the law. Yeah. But um, the changes, I mean, I'm glad they're allowing us to keep the tool. We're going to have to examine how, how the tightened restrictions are going to affect municipalities such as St. Albert. It's the, you're not allowed to have um, auto enforcement in on roads less than 50 kilometers an hour. 
So a lot of municipalities across the province, Calgary, Edmonton, St. Albert, um, Beaumont, there's tons, have 40-kilometer-hour yeah. speed limits in the residential areas. So that's where the kids are walking to school. Um, and not just in the school zone. It take, they have to walk much, much further than just the school zone to get to school. Um, that's where people are parking their cars on the street or walking their dogs. That's where you want to make sure there's no speeders. And now all of a sudden, I'd, I've been a tool to um, enforce uh, speeding has been taken away. So that's going to um, probably affect um, safety. And I think, you know, I think we're also required to quarterly report on on our on our data, which we didn't have to do before. So I think that's actually introducing some red tape back onto municipalities when when the push from the government is supposed to be eliminate red tape. So it's kind of ironic, but we're still examining it. Okay, fair enough, yeah. and, and we'll yeah. wait and see what comes of it. Um, thanks so much for your time, Kathy. Appreciate you joining us. No, no problem. That's Kathy Heron, who is not only mayor of St. Albert, she is now also the president of Alberta Municipalities, which, if you're wondering, used to be AUMA, the Alberta Urban Municipalities Association. They changed their name, I think, like a month ago.